a friend. As you can imagine, and by the way, welcome to today's extended version. Normally we meet at 8 a.m., but I had a a a a um, a, a morning uh, discussion with dare I say a shall we say a a a foreign um, uh, enterprise where I get to deal with people from Europe <laughs> who have an understanding of what is happening in the world, unlike in this country. Because I am sorry to say, dear friend, there are people in our country who don't know anything. Welcome, Mayor, and welcome, Edge Dweller, new members to the consortium, the conspiratorium. Welcome. I don't even know where to start, and I got to start. Okay, let me see. Let's start in American frame of, of work. And let's also start with this world that is, dare I say, and, and I don't mean this in any bad way, a little too pro-Trumpy. And when I say pro-Trumpy, I mean almost to the to the point of being almost delusional. Because while it's fun to talk about how great things are, we are seeing, and he is seeing, that he desperately needs somebody to help him out. Somebody, in fact, he's looking for a new appellate counsel because anybody, if you had any idea of where this Alina Haba, does he have any, I mean, is he, listen, with all due respect, I'm sure she's a fine, fine person. I don't know anything about her, but dear God, did you hear the latest story where she was claiming that Judge Kaplan and Roberta Kaplan, no relation, E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, somehow enjoyed some friendship, some mentor-mentee world that uh, I don't know what the word is, but that it somehow, I don't know, that she, that he should be disqualified or, or should have never sat. I don't know what... But it was the most specious of claims, whereupon she had absolutely, completely uh, withdrew that. I mean, it was lame. It was beyond lame. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, I am crafting this Saturday's uh, celebration of, of truth in a most exquisitely interesting world as I speak with you regarding this this venture, this thing that we are in, in which I will be wowing, wowing, dare I say, wowing the masses with my my presentation of the truth in a way that, frankly, very few people have ever done. And so let me tell you, if you would like to, tickets are still available to get in there, get those discounts, do it right now. Go online, use this, use this particular, this, this website, this link, as it were. Donald Trump is a good man. He's somebody that we like, but he is so profoundly, uh, I don't know if it's because he doesn't have any sense of judgment. He can't find any lawyers, but I am so frightened for him in terms of what he is looking at 
in terms of the well in 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 terms of this the big case with this judge Engeron the the Tish James case now up till now and by the way he his his initial lawyer remember the first case he had was the this was I don't even know where this is going this is the the Alvin Bragg case where Joe Tacopina was his initial lawyer. He, I believe, has withdrawn. Alina Haba, who enjoys the limelight and the shoes and the look, just spend spend a moment on her Instagram account and that tells you everything. Sorry. It's true. So she now is in charge of this incredibly brutal, brutal story uh, and case involving something that could result in his losing everything. I mean, if he is not able to do business in New York, this is his, I mean, this, this is, I, I, I can't, and we can argue all day long about whether it's fair or not. No, it's not. I just don't know. I can't believe what I'm seeing. I can't believe what I'm seeing. And I can't believe what's happening to him. And I can't believe how he's he has put himself in this position. And I can't believe that somebody who is of his stature, uh, I don't think anybody can remember. I don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody wants to be his lawyer. He doesn't listen to people. First of all, anybody stupid enough to go on Truth Social after, after he's found guilty excuse me, liable, liable initially of that first round where he was found to have committed sexual assault and liable of E. Jean Carroll. And then he goes out and and just doubles down on it. I mean, what are you, nuts? But we need him nonetheless. We need him because he is our chemotherapy. Or chemo sabi, depending on where you're. This is a guy who, like chemotherapy, is only used. Only it is only used in the event. In the event, think about this. It is only used in the event where. Um, how do we say this? Chemotherapy is when nothing else works. Chemotherapy is poison. Chemotherapy is harm. Chemotherapy doesn't work. Chemotherapy is 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 a poison, except when you're trying to kill cancer. And we are trying to kill this cancer called woke radical left, whatever you whatever whatever you whatever you want to call this thing that he is. Okay, period. End of discussion. Now let me ask you something. What is he going to do regarding Israel? We don't talk about that in this country. You're not going to talk about it on, who was it? Larry Elder was. They don't get the Ukraine thing. They don't get anything. I think, I think people are so interested in being, uh, you know, what am I trying to say? They're 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 trying to be uh, conservative, that they spout and spew and repeat the 
dialogue. You know what I mean? The the usual stuff. Let me ask you something. How many Americans, if I if I took a thousand dollars and I went to Times Square, how many people there do you think would understand will be able to define what Zionism means? How many people? Anybody? Do you think? Can can you define what that means? Do you think people understand it? I submit do you know? Do they under do they grasp what this means? No. Do you understand this? What is Trump going to do? Where what is he where is he going to commit us? If he wins, what is going to be his relationship with Israel? Is is Jared Kushner the answer? I don't know. I ask the question. What are we doing here? What is going on here? What is happening and where do we go and what are we going to do regarding this? For the longest time, we always thought that Israel was this place where they always they were always fighting the terrorists and the bad guys, right? Always, always, always. And these terroristic bad guys, they were always trying to go after Israel because they're the only democracy in the Middle East. And, you know, they, 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 they vow Hamas and others have, have vowed and only want uh, the expunction, the extermination, the extinction, the, the ablation of them. So, but people who actually seem to be warranting or are justifying uh, prospective genocide and the like. So anyway, so, so this is what we heard, <clears throat> and this is what the story was, and this is what we saw. Okay, fine. Now, then later on, we're learning to say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a little different here. This is the, 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 the people that are involved happen to be Hamas, and Hamas is a group of people who are, were theoretically attacking them, attacking Israel, on October the 7th, because of what Hamas says, because of years and years and years of, of subjugation and uh, containment and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Americans didn't understand this. To America, they said, oh, October the 7th was this. Everybody was happy. Everybody was great. Everybody was groovy. Then all of a sudden, Hamas attacks. And the the October the 7th story, and this is so interesting right now, as we speak, watch the rising, watch the gray zone, watch a lot of non-mainstream media folks. What they are saying is that the story that was provided, that was uh, uh, advanced, the story, the story of the October the 7th horrors, as Max Blumenthal calls it, these almost like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, these stories of the most horrific, inexplicably just horrific um, I don't know what the word is. This this horrific uh, uh, examples of, I mean, just mutilations and rape and coming I mean, just dear god it's it, it's incredible what's interesting to note is that that has been the subject of refutation this 
is mind-blowing. And I can't find anybody here in my country who even knows what the hell I'm talking about or, or even wants to know. The rest of the world knows. The rest of the world knows. We don't know anything about this. There was a line from the movie, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, which said, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend. And it speaks a lot to the notion of mythology and a lot of other aspects. And, and, and it speaks to something which is even more amazing, I think. What do you do when you are unable to continue to justify the initial premise? You hope people do not push it. 9-11... 9-11, the reason why people do not want you to get anywhere near the official story or the official um, uh, official act, so to speak, the official account, is that when you start hearing people who say, I want to talk to you a little bit about the operational realities, the physical evidence, the, the physical reaction, the gravitational, the 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 etc 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 regarding that which is purported to be such and such then people will say uh uh-uh, no 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 get no no uh uh-uh. uh get away you're a you're a you're a a truther and you're a conspiracy theorist go away that's what they do and in our country when people on college campuses College campus is supposedly the 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 the, uh, the marketplace of free ideas. When they dare to provide another version of this, that tends to be indirect refutation of the official narrative, as opposed to October the seventh. They're called anti-Semitic. This is where we are right now. I say like, I can't believe what I'm saying. Now the rest of the world knows this. European countries know this. Other, uh, and, and by the way, in this country as well too. On. Um, media platforms and, and news platforms, streaming platforms, other than the usual. They understand this, but Americans don't. And this is my, this is, this is, it's a, I, I, I can't talk to them. I can't talk to them. When it comes to Trump, I don't even know where to begin to say, you don't, do you want to hear anything about, no, I just want to hear how great he is and how we're going to win and MAGA and MAGA, 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 Stand by, dear friends. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me as I speak. There's something very, very important which I want you to know, and that is something critical involving our dear and great and wonderful friends. Our dear and great and wonderful friends who are responsible for one of the greatest products of American manufacturing prowess, our dear friends at MyPillow.com. 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 Promo code Lionel. All right, my friend. It's time to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you get a free gift. No purchase necessary. I know, I know a free gift. It's a tautology, so sue me. But listen, listen carefully. What are we talking about? Giza Dream Bed Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, 
bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. Think about it. And they're monster sellers right now. Listen to me. Slippers. My slippers. Think about it. What do they do with my pillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. And when they apply that genius to slippers, look out. Look out. Look at the specials right now, but only if you use promo code Lionel. So go to MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Solid this over you. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Or call 800-645-4965. Call right now and watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com. The best. All right, dear friends. All right, dear, dear, dear friends. Someone writes very interesting. They, they write an interesting comment here. It says, we must stop the government, local, state, and federal from operating illegally under the color of law. It starts at the bottom local level. We will get our sovereign citizenship back, our constitution. Um, thank you. Gibberish. I don't know what that means. Sovereign, what you don't believe this, do you? Uh, now uh, we 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 need something a little bit more than this. I I don't understand. This is one of those things where we need some something. Dare I say specific? Something that is specific, other than um, generic references to our sovereignty or whatever. I I, I don't think that's the argument. I don't think that's it because all we have to do to correct things to have the right is to have the right people run the show and then everything's fine. It's not that the underlying system is wrong. It's that the people in charge are wrong and the people who are in charge either get there because A, they are illegally placed in the position or they cheat or vote or I don't know. I mean, it sounds it 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 sounds wonderful and it sounds terrific. And so, when people talk about liberty and freedom and this and dirty, but what does that mean? Or then there are the people who say that the United States is basically a contract or something where there is no such. Anyway, it's but that's that's very very nice, very interesting. Yesterday, one of the most interesting happened. Did you see Mark Zuckerberg? By the way, with a new haircut, he doesn't have that cyborg. He's, he looks more like a chia pet. It's kind of growing a little bit. Did you see that? Did you see when he stood up and Josh Hawley and, oh, uh, Ted Cruz, by the way, Lionel Merch available here. Ted Cruz, turn around. You want to apologize to people? You've got blood on your hands. Did you see that? Did you see that one? Did you see it? We have been enslaved since 1871, a U.S. corporation. Um, sounds good. Sounds good, but judges without oaths of office is illegal. DAs and most others, judges without oath of office. Again, this sounds terrific, um, but just so that you know, it sounds like gibberish. So make sure we have specifics as opposed to anecdotal Kind of like behold the pale horse, whatever. It sounds good. It sounds great. But give us some specifics. I know people like to say this, but we need this. All right. Yesterday in the Senate, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen because the United States government, per usual, 
loves to put on a show. The Josh Hawley show, the Jim Jordan show, John, John, John Kennedy, you know, that kind of stuff. And there's one of my black. Men. And, uh, and they put in a great show and they bring, um, they bring a Zuckerberg and they yell at him and scream at him and they do all this stuff. And then he gets back on his private plane and goes home and that's it. That's it. Understand that? You understand this? Do, do you see? Nothing's going to happen. Nothing. And when people say they slammed, uh, they slammed him. Okay, really good. What does that mean? I don't know. They slammed him. Nothing. We, we, we have this thing about slammage. Can they legislate the social media sites closed or blocked if if they moved offshore? I don't even like the fact of the government speaking as far as social media platforms. I don't even like, I, I, I have a hard time with, this is free speech. This is what you should worry about. This is, this is not about shutting down Twitter. The bottom line is simply this. If somebody utilized, if if all of a sudden ABC Network ran an ad that provided for uh, places where you can buy children for sale as slaves, I think somebody would say, hey, ABC, we don't want to shut down ABC. Maybe you should stop doing this. We don't want to shut down freedom of speech. We want to shut down Europe doing something which violates the law. And anybody who uses any particular platform or medium whatsoever to to hurt or to victimize is against the law. Let me tell you what else they're going to do. They're going to go after this thing called bullying. One of the biggest, most preposterous areas of shite is bullying. And when people are bullied, when people are bullied, and they kill themselves. Whose fault is that? Let me ask you something. Let's assume that people, young people in particular, kill themselves. Uh, there was this fellow years ago, his name, his name was Tyler Clemente, I believe. He went to Rutgers. I think it was Rutgers. He was a young man. The story was that he was in college. He was gay or secretly gay or had not come out and had uh, liaised with someone to have a a moment of sexual uh, whatever, some sexual congress, as it were. Somebody, either his roommate or some dastard, decided to either record it or set it up, sort of humiliated him during his first interlude. This young man was so, so freaked out, he jumped off of the George Washington Bridge or someplace. Okay. Who is responsible for that? Who is responsible for that? You're going to start seeing people like Meghan Markle and, and uh, Harry come forward and say that we know a little bit about bullying. So they're going to they're gonna try to shut down free speech with CSAM stuff, which is, again, don't shut down free speech. Don't shut down platforms. Just stop 
child sexual abuse material. Makes sense to me. That's number one. Number two, bullying. Whose fault is that? That's your fault. Let's say somebody runs for office and they find that the whole process of elections is so harrowing that they commit suicide because of the shame. Who's responsible for this? We have to stop killing ourselves. Let me see if I can go through. There is no excuse for suicide. You might want to ex- you might want to attempt to explain things with suicide. You might want to do that, but there is no excuse whatsoever. Do you hear what I'm saying here? Does this make any sense? This is something which absolutely just drives me crazy. There is no excuse for killing yourself. You understand this? Okay. Here's some other good one. Uh, There was a story last night which was so unbelievable. E. Jean Carroll, E. Jean Carroll decided to accept an invitation to a, I guess, a Lower East Side or someplace uh, a former L columnist. How long was she an L columnist? How many? I don't even know. The former L columnist was hailed as an icon by a host of media power brokers at the exclusive flower shop bar in New York's Lower East Side. Molly Jong Fast and her MSNBC colleague, Lawrence O'Donnell, were among those paying tribute alongside former SNL producer Margot Klein and others. Uh, Oh, Calvin Klein's daughter, okay. John is Erica John, yeah. And these elite, she deemed uh, delighted and vindicated. So they take this rape victim, this rape victim, a woman who was humiliated, a woman who was savaged, a woman whose privacy was completely destroyed by the fact of what Donald Trump had done to her. Her reputation sullied because she's a private person, an individual who does not enjoy being thrust into the limelight. And now for the, t- she goes on, first of all, the Rachel Maddow show and says, I'm going to buy you a, a, a penthouse and we're going to go shopping and we're going to buy clothes and shoes. <laughs> and then she shows up at a party. Hey guys, I won. Yay. Who said vit- uh, victimization isn't pleasant? Yeah, we won. Some people say she's never going to see a penny of 83 million. I don't know. Does his liability insurance come I Low class, low rent. This is this is what the when was the, I, I now Tara Reed, by the way, she's got some problems with her story. And when I mean problems, not not that nothing happened, but in the rendition, the presentation. But in the event she were to be successful in a lawsuit against Joe Biden or whomever. 
Do you think would 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 you advise her to show up and say, "Hey, we got a party! Hey, we're gonna." Because what E. Jean Carroll is doing is she is saying, "Oh, I got it. Okay, all right. This is the victim." Remember that? Remember the young lady who won the Nobel Prize? I believe. Remember she was shot in the eye or something. Some. Middle Eastern country, but I, I don't remember her name, but, but it, was, it was a very interesting case. She was heralded. I think she, I think she might have won either the Pulitzer or the whatever. Woman who was victimized, who was the victim of terrorism. Can you imagine her after she wins the Nobel Prize? Hey! It's like an after party. You know? This is where we are right now. Despicable. And this is also something which I don't want you to miss. This is about people trying desperately to tell the world we are cool. We exist. We are a part. We are the conoscenti, the illuminati, not the illuminati, the, the, uh, well, the, the glitterati, excuse me. We are, I'm Lawrence O'Donnell. He could walk down the street and people say, who the hell is that? He's on MSDNC. What the hell is that? What is that? This is what it's about. It's this idea that we are the cool kids. There was a time when everybody was in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, this, Brooklyn, that. Don't you think that Brooklyn thing's over? It's just, it was Brooklyn, this, and then opening here, and they got Brooklyn, this. And saying, okay, and Brooklyn uh, restaurants. And then and now it's still back to the Lower East Side and Alphabet City. And blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Wonderful. It's the cool kids. We're, we're cool. Okay, fine. So this is this E. Jean Carroll. And what I don't understand is why doesn't her lawyer, and by the way, it's after the fact, why doesn't her lawyer say, for the love of God, stop doing this? You understand this? Stop it. Look at this one. Dying Oakland loses Denny's that's been open for 54 years. In and out. Due to soaring crime weeks after in and out nearby location as Democratic run city battles 21% spike in violent crime. They have absolutely no interest whatsoever in stopping crime. None. None. Do you understand this? They have absolutely no interest whatsoever. Look at this. How many more have to die? Mother whose son 15 killed himself after being cyberbullied slams Mark Zuckerberg's apology because children are still being harmed and dying and all they care about is profits. Now, again, let me say something very carefully. Very, very careful that we understand this. When your kid is the victim of suicide or is, you, you don't care about anything, you are the, the, the heartbreak is inexplicable. It knows no bounds. It knows no, no level of explication. But the Daily Mail says a grieving mother slammed. There's that word slam. Slam is like the word. Everybody uses slam. It's like, hey, guys. Every... Uh, YouTube instructional from how to, you know, pan fry, you know, halibut to whatever. It's, hey, guys, hey, guys, hi, guys. All right. 
A grieving mother slammed Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg's apology to the parents of children who were cyberbullied on Facebook while asking how many more have to die. Rose Bronstein, her son, lost her son 15 to suicide after he was brutally bullied on social media by his classmates at his $43,000 a year Latin school in Chicago. Now, why? Speaking to Fox News, Martha McCollum, Bronstein accused Zuckerberg of being full of it and said that he and other tech CEOs have no interest in the online safety. What are they supposed to do to stop bullying? I'm, I'm just curious. How do they? Based on the deflection and the denial coming from CEOs, honey, what are they supposed to do to stop bullying? I can understand CSAM, but how do you stop bullying? What is bullying? How do you define this? Uh... Up, uh, trying to say this. Um, I think you might have last year, Bronstein's lost a lawsuit against her son's school seeking a hundred million dollars in damages. That, that to me makes, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, they enrolled Nate at the school in 2021 after his institution, uh, after his institution was still opting for virtual learning and his parents wanted him to go back in person. However, when he got to Latin school, he was immediately met with students who said he transferred for nefarious reasons, questioning his vaccination status and accusing his parents of being anti-vaxxers. They spread rumors that he was unvaccinated, which of course at the time was unlike was like the scarlet letter. The 15-year-old boy eventually asked for a meeting with the dean at the Latin school to report that several students were bullying him via text and the like on Snapchat. The dean listened to him, but took no disciplinary action. His parents had already been planning to transfer him at the end of the year uh, after hearing about his, uh, his experience, but it had already been too late. Uh, one month after the meeting, Nate was found hanging in his home. Prior to his death, his parents had encouraged him to join the junior varsity basketball team, hoping he'd make friends, but the bullying only got worse. When Latin played his old school, Nate posed... A W for win, as his former high school had taken the prize, which upset his teammates. In a group chat of around 20 boys, messages like, don't show up tomorrow and snake ass, okay, blah, blah, blah. This is terrible. Now, I think this is a very, 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 very difficult question. Number one, what does social media have to do with this? I know you can't ask this question. I, I, I know it's not. What does social media have to do with this? What? What does Zuckerberg, or anybody for that matter, who provides a phone, does Apple, who had made the phone or whatever it is? Okay, that's number one. So w- w- what is the cause of this? Number two, when you have a student who is bullied on school this is this is really interesting. On school property, I think it would be interesting to see what what remedies would the school have to prevent it. Let me also tell you, had this young man been black and had the bullying involved the N-word, I promise you there would have been not only an action by the school, there would have probably been the FBI and hate crime legislation. So they would have done something 
but plain old bullying that you're an anti-vaxxer, especially during a time when, let's face it, the government rather, shall I say, countenanced uh, a collective uh, disgust for people who dared to not follow the edict and imprimatur in fiat of uh, the government. What are you supposed to do? Can the can can a school say, "Hey, Timmy, yeah, are you texting a fellow student? Yeah, are you a part of this? Don't do that. I'm on my own time. I'm not at school. Yeah, but you're a student, and he's a student. So what? You see any problem with that? I do. I do. You're going to have a school tell people now. The real issue is if you have a child who gets off on actually hurting people, embarrassing people, harming people, you have a potential psychopath as a child. And that's something you've got to consider as well. But these are, these are considerations which before you run into it, and by the way, again, if, you're, if, if this is your, your child is, is a, you're the parent of a child, your heart breaks. But let me explain something to you. Every parent has to take this opportunity right now. Everybody. And sit down with their kids and say, I want to talk to you about this suicide. Did you hear this? What do you think about that? What do you think about this, uh, Megan or Murgatroyd or whoever your kid is? What do you think about it? What do you think about a child who commits suicide over bullying. Why do you think he did this? Do you think this is something which makes sense? If your child said, well, I can certainly understand that. I mean, if you're not popular, of course you want to kill yourself. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe that would might give you a hint. That this is incumbent upon you because there's going to be something else and something else. And I've got news for you. If you want to live in a world if you want to live in a world, I was watching something last night which was so interesting to me. Not for a long time, but maybe. It is. Do you know this fellow, Mencia? This, this was a comic that Joe Rogan called out for stealing jokes. Have you heard this one? Joe Rogan, eventually, his name is uh, Carlos Mencia. And that's not even his, his name is Ned something. And anyway, 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 anyway. Joe Rogan, even prior to his fame, said, you steal jokes. And they put together this montage. He allegedly stole jokes from Bill Cosby to George Lopez to you name it. Bobby Lee, you know this guy Bobby Lee, who was on Matt, he's a comic. And these comics today, who by the way, I just find them to be some of the most miserable, unfunny people who have ever lived. They write jokes like I would build a car. You know, I would cobble together something and say, here's my car, here's my joke. It's like, well, that's not a car, it doesn't doesn't run. Well, here's my joke. Well, yeah, but You've got this joke, but it's this, it's not that funny, really. It's just kind of a joke and, you know, uh, um, 
So anyway, so as I'm doing this, uh, I'm reading about this other thing, which I did not know about. There is this fellow named this other, oh, here we go, this this other, uh, how do I say this? This other comedian that is supposedly hated, oh, Brendan Schaub. Okay, now, let me stop right there. Stop. Because you're saying to yourself, what does this have to do with anything? And again, I have to explain. Let me tell you why this is important. Okay. What this is, is exactly what we're seeing here. Joe Rogan is the cool guy. Joe Rogan is, of course, the funniest, I guess, stand-up comic who ever lived. And I like Joe Rogan, and I'm not really familiar with his comedy or whatever. But anyway, but he's a guy who said, I'm a stand-up comedian. I got my start. It's a craft. Okay, anybody who calls anything that they do a craft, you know they're completely full of shite in any event. So he does his thing, and he becomes the cool guy. And Bobby Lee is the cool guy. And this is the cool guy. And then they, they have these these people who run who do the, the, the comedy. Uh, and I've seen this. I know what I'm talking about. The in crowd, who's cool, who's out. Okay, so this other guy, Schaub, he's no good anymore. He was in Ultimate Fighting or Mixed Martial Arts or UC. Anyway, he's a little, he's a little sheen god from being hit. So they don't like him anymore. Anyway, make a long story short, and I'm sorry if this is, going, this is going too long. They basically sit around this inside group talking about each other. This guy's crazy. This guy's a thief. This guy isn't funny. This guy hit on my wife. This one. And what is this? This is what goes on in school. These are adults supposedly at the top of their craft acting like little children about, well, you said this and he's not funny and he was on this show and he stole the joke. So what I'm telling you is that this is everywhere. This is everywhere you go. Everywhere. Even professional comedians are, are, are yammering about this stuff that doesn't even matter because it all comes down to this. Who are the cool kids? The woman, the people who went to the E. Jean Carroll, that was the cool lefty, woke, radical. That was the, we're the cool people. Let's have Lawrence O'Donnell. I got Erica Jong's daughter. She's going to invite us. We're going to meet on the Lower East Side, the flower shop, because we're cool and we're going to celebrate E. Jean Carroll because we want to see Trump bankrupted because we're the cool people. You want to ask Trump about being slammed, about being hurt? Ask Michelle Obama. What they've said about her is so brutal, it's not even funny. They don't kill themselves. Now, of course, they're not 15 years old, but let me explain this. Excuse me. We live in a world right now. This is something that I cannot help. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry. What are you going to do? Do you want me to tell you what we've been? I'm not going to go through the list, but anybody who does what we've been through, you have no idea. You have no idea. Let me see if I can convey this to you. Let me see if I can convey this to all kids. Okay, try your best. And it's easier now because I'm a, I'm a card-carrying senior citizen. Who cares what people say? It doesn't matter. There's always going to be a bunch of, there's this swarm of people. And they will always mock you and hate you. And if you kill yourself, there's something wrong. And it's not Mark Zuckerberg's fault. 
Now it is if people are exchanging sexual abuse material. It is their fault if you go to, let's say, Twitter or whatever and say, I'm trying you to take this picture of my son or daughter, this nude picture down, which I'm putting you on notice, you are public. That's a different story. But for me, merely to provide the medium whereby people. So let me ask you something. What do you do? You want to keep your kids from killing themselves? Suicide is through the roof. What the hell is the matter with us? What is the matter with us? And if you sat down with a kid and said, you're not going to believe this, but in one year, two years, whatever it is, six months, nobody will remember who you are. It doesn't matter. I know it may seem like that to you, but no one cares. You're not that important. I know this is terrible. In your world, you're thinking, I'm ruined. No, you're not. The good news is none of this matters. It doesn't. You've got to remind. This is because people live in the world of social media. They live there. They live there. That's why in five years, and less than that, you're going to see, how do I say this? You are going to see a new concoction. Well, you'll see the destruction of a lot of this stuff because it will lose favor. It's going to go to AI. Stand by for a minute. Let's talk about a real serious thing. How about no food, food insecurity, disaster stuff? Listen to our friends from preparewithlionel.com. 2024, as I have stated and predicted, will be contentious, scary, and promises to blow your mind. It'll make 2023 look like a walk in the park because the folks who run the show live for chaos and instability and panic. Your panic. Now, many of our problems could be solved overnight. But, you know, that defeats the purpose. Destabilization and chaos, that's the name of the game. Now, if you can handle the truth, and I know you can, you need to visit my website, preparewithlionel.com. Write this down, preparewithlionel.com. You'll get $200 off a much-needed and absolute best-selling three-month emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. Now, listen carefully. This is the country's largest preparedness company. My Patriot Supply is your fighting chance at survival. And I don't use that word lightly, survival. Sealed inside six water-resistant buckets, these delicious meals, 22 varieties of tasty breakfasts, lunches, dinners, snacks, you name it, last up to 25 years and provide over 2,000 calories per day. And we're talking 120 pounds of food. Eat right in emergencies with this three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. At this low price, you can get one for everyone in your family. Think about this. This is critical. So visit preparewithlionel.com right now. Order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. Prepare right now at preparewithlionel.com. One more time. Go to preparewithlionel.com before chaos ensues. Indeed, my friend. So let me see if I can wrap things up with the following. Number one, as far as Donald Trump goes, they are going to unleash a an absolute torrent of 
uh, vile. Um, you ain't seen nothing yet. Think Orange Revolution worth. Uh, uh, riding in the street. Uh, uh, the, the full uh, faith, force, and credit of the shadow government. You ain't seen nothing yet. That's number one. Number two. They're going after our free speech. They're going after it. Every time somebody, every time somebody comes up with something, whether it's radio, TV, shortwave, cassettes, albums, um, somebody, there's a new medium, a new plan for people to disseminate ideas. They went after uh, George Carlin. They went after uh, Lenny Bruce. They went after, they went after everybody. This, this is the story of my life. Next. We have to deal with why are kids killing each other? It's not because of it's not because of bullying. There's always been bullying. Granted, it's worse now. You're right about this, but there's something there's something wrong. Who knows? Maybe it's the vaccine, the diet. I have no clue. We will continue speaking about this. By the way, let me also tell you that Mrs. L appeared on a show called Redacted, an extremely important and wonderful show with Natalie Morris. And it was one of the best interviews. Be on the lookout for that. We will be posting it once it becomes available. And this is her website, or excuse me, her YouTube channel for you to immediately, immediately um, uh, sign up for and the like. And her Lens Warriors. She is the authority when it comes to CSAM and protecting kids online. She is it. Absolutely. So in any event, dear friends, thank you so much for being a part of this. We will see you tonight at 7 p.m. Sorry for the delay today, but we had a little bit of a switcheroo. What are you going to do? Sometimes things like that happen. And we will see you again tonight at 7 p.m. And again, thank you for your thoughts. Always keep an open mind. Don't jump into something when all of a sudden somebody say, hey, we got to stop. We have to do something about making Internet accountable. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. How is that exactly? Accountable for what? Always remember, nobody cares about dead kids, you, kids online, kids being... Nobody, government doesn't care about that. They will use it as a pretext to shut down your ability to speak. Always remember that. See you tonight at 7 p.m. Don't forget uh, forget these final words of Monkey Zed. The show's over, Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah.